Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. God. the words of truth, and I thank everyone that's on the call tonight. Um, I thank God for allowing me to speak tonight the words of truth to you, and what we're going to be talking on is love, and I'm going to be talking on love and forgiveness because um, that's been quite an issue during uh, this past week for so many people that I've run across, run into. Um, and it's what the Holy Spirit led me to speak upon. And we're going to start with love. I'm going to read a couple of words from the scripture about love, you know, in reference to love. And one is from 1 John 4, 7 through 12, and it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this 
was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. And I also wanted to read from John. Again, we have John 15, verse 9 to 13. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. These things I command you, that ye love one another. And I'll continue on with Ephesians 3, 17 to 13. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's Ephesians 3, verse 17 to 19. And I wanted to touch on that about love. And then we can move forward in there into forgiveness because forgiveness is the key to being able to love, you know, and and having peace. And, and forgiveness is an important part of it. it. It will give you peace when you when you love, and it will enable you to forgive when you have love. Um, all these things will come about, and uh, um, even in your righteousness, you know, it's important to have love. So that's why I wanted to read that to you, <clears throat> and to become sons of God, which includes men and women. We have to have love, and um, we become it by overcoming. We become it by not manipulating, by not um, being condescending to one another. We become it. We become sons of God by crucifying ourselves, just like Christ did on the cross, basically, meaning dying of ourselves and our wants and our desires and our emotions and and the things that we feel are important. And we crucify ourselves so the resurrected Christ can live in us. And so, therefore, the Christ mind, the love that Christ has for us, the, the, you know, 
just the compassion that Christ has, you know, all those things we begin to emanate. So we no longer move in a pity party or pitying someone, pitying ourselves, but we move in compassion. You know, we no longer manipulate. We no longer seduce for our own, you know, gain, you know, but we ascend higher. You know, we move past jealousy and fear and all that. All of that has to go. We have to nail all that to the cross so that God's Son, Christ, may come forth, you know, and and that's all part of love, loving God, loving our neighbors as ourselves, you know, and I feel that's very important to share with you in this hour because, you know, a lot of people are having issues with forgiveness and issues with love. And so, you know, these are some of the things that will help us. You know, I'm going to read another scripture to you concerning love that helped me, you know, um, actually it's concerning forgiveness that helped me. And it was in Psalm 103, um, I mean, it's, it says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And then if we think about all the transgressions that we've done, you know, and, and God has removed them from us, he's forgiven us, then why can't we forgive our brothers or our sisters? You know, I mean... Another one is Ephesians 1, verse 6 and 7. It says, To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. And then if we can think about all the sins that we've done and we, we may do directly or indirectly, why can't we forgive our own brother, you know, if, if they fall short? Why can't we forgive ourselves even if we fall short, you know? And so that's a process that we need to do in order to even allow God to forgive us. You know, we have to forgive and we have to forgive ourselves because we won't even feel even worthy to even seek God in prayer and ask for forgiveness if we don't forgive ourselves, you know, or feel that we should be forgiven. So those things are important. Colossians even says, Colossians 3, verse 13 says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. You know, so these things we need to, these psalms, these, words from scripture. We need to be mindful of when, when we let our emotions take over us. You know, I believe once we conquer our emotions, then then we can master, we can live in mastery in Christ. You know, once we conquer our emotions. And, and that's key. That's very, very important. Um, forgiveness is something that is not an emotion that we have to decide. It's a decision that God has decided that we should do. So I just want to thank God even in this hour, you know, just for allowing me to share that with with love and forgiveness. They they go hand in hand, you know. um, 
once you love, then you're, it's easy for you to begin to forgive. Not saying you forget, because I don't even believe God wants you to forget it in terms of holding it against, but maybe use it as a testimony, to use it as a de- deliverance tool, you know, or use it to help someone else, or so you don't walk down that same path again, you know, or that person. But the forgiveness is so important, you know, and then we can just begin to move in the realm of love. Um, I see a caller on the line, and um, if the caller's on the line and would like to hear their testimony, um, I see a 917 number. If they want to share their testimony, they can um, go ahead. Um, caller, are you on the line? Yes. I am on the line. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. To God be the and thank you for calling in. Uh, would you like to share your testimony? Um, well, praise God. You know, I just I like listening to your show, and I just wanted to call in and, you know, speaking about forgiveness because I think that as Christians, you know, we want to live by the word and we want to forgive, but it's easier said than done. And I just want to say forgiveness is definitely a process, and it's an active process. You know, it's one in which you have to really say, you know, I'm hurting or, you know, this person has offended or um, whatever, and then say, but I choose to forgive this person. And I agree with you. I don't think we forget, but because we have to learn. We have to learn from lessons in life. We, we don't forget, but to forgive and to forgive. And once you forgive, you have to let it go and, and not look back on it. You know, um, and so I just wanted to agree with you on that point about forgiveness. And I know in the Bible, um, Jesus was asked the question, how many times must I forgive if somebody offends me? And Jesus said seven times, 70 times, seven times, you know, just on and on and on and on to forgive. At the same time, you, um, you learn. You learn from the experience that you've had. And I think forgiveness is key. And um, a lot of Christians sometimes have a hard time doing that, but it's definitely a process. Um, I decided a couple of years ago to lay my burdens down, praise God. And, um, you know, Jesus speaks about that. I decided to lay my burdens down. And a lot of the burdens that I had was things that happened in the past, people who did me wrong, you know. And um, I decided to let it go, to just forgive all that. And it was like a weight just lifted. And I've decided to, you know, move forward in my life, praise God, and forgive those people. And I've asked God to forgive me for what I've done to other people. And, you know, one of the most difficult things to do is to forgive yourself when you've done things because it comes up to haunt you. So not only do we have to learn how to forgive others, praise God, we have to learn how to forgive our own selves, like you said, and move away from the baggage of that heavy burden of unforgiveness and move forward in love, we're not going to see Christ face-to-face if we're holding anything in our hearts, that's for sure. And so we don't want anything keeping us here. We just want to walk in the love of Christ. We want to walk in wisdom as well. Obviously, you're not going to put, you know, yourself in a situation where um, you're going to be, I mean, if you know somebody's going to beat you over the head with a hammer, you're not going to keep going to that person. (laughs) You know, you're going to have some wisdom about it. But um, I just wanted to say that I agree with you. Forgiveness is a key. You know, love is a key. 
to moving forward and letting go of the baggage is, is a key to moving forward. And it's an active decision. It's a, it's a decision that you have to make and move on, sometimes every day. Yes, and, 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 and that is true. And, and I thank you um, for that. And that even, to me, sounded like a testimony from you in, in a fashion. Um, you know what? It's definitely a testimony in the sense that, you know, I, was, I got saved in 1983, and praise God, I'm still saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. But during that time, I have made some mistakes, and during that time, I have been hurt by people. And so it really comes down to what's more important, you know, the love of Christ, the Word of God, seeing God face-to-face at the end of it all, or holding a grudge against somebody, I mean, really, what's the bottom line? You know, do you, do you, you know, do I really want to get to heaven or do I really just want to be angry? You know, and so my testimony is basically overcoming anger, overcoming anger at, at family, overcoming anger at friends, overcoming anger at society, overcoming anger, anger at uh, a lot of different things and forgiving things. And, you know, at work you deal with people who sometimes aren't so nice. and You know, so my testimony is one in which in all the years that I've been saved that, you know, I've had to seek forgiveness from people for things I've done, and I've had to forgive people for things they've done. And I've chosen, you know, where before I couldn't because of my own ego, my own, you know, I'm right, my own kind of way. I couldn't forgive because I thought I was right, you know. But it's not about right. It's about forgiving. And so my testimony is that God is showing me how to forgive. God is teaching me how to forgive, and forgiveness and love and grace and mercy is all part of the same package, you know. And the choice is whether that holding the grudge is more important than seeing Christ face-to-face at the end of your life. To me, that's the question. And that's the question with everything in my life. Is it more important for me to have my opinion? Is it more important for me to hold on to something? Or is it more important that I see Christ at the end of it all? And for me, it's more important that I see Christ at the end of it all. And, and yes, and and that's true. And and what you what you said is true. To see Christ at the end of it all, and for Christ to rise up in you in spite of it all, you know. And and that is very key because you know a lot of times that's why we always have to let I become the little I and let Christ be the big I. You know, we have to carry our daily. Um, Cole, are you still on the line? I'm still on the line. Yes. And and so also sometimes when we have these problems with forgiveness, we have to go within. We have to seek God. We have to humbly kneel before his presence and not let our mind, our free mind argue. And we have to, you know, argue about the situation. We just have to surrender ourselves to his law, you know, which says forgive thy brother if he offends you. And, and that's when we'll begin to have the peace and joy and you know, to forgive ourselves and have no doubt, know that, you know, you are forgiven and know that that the process, it takes a process, but it will happen. And as long as you tune yourself in with God, you know, with the Christ within you, you know that God is love and his ways are right and you trust him and have faith if you know it and you don't resist and you right. ask him for forgiveness, as well as to be able to forgive, you know, um, because it's a choice, 
you know, and accept it and then begin to move in love and humility and no longer be rebellious and angry, but just become full of the light that God wants you to be full of because, you know, being rebellious and angry, like you said, that probably was even a torturous type of emotion. I mean, that, that is, that's torture. Because it is. when you give, you're actually not, you're not hurting the person. You're hurting yourself. You, you know, know I, I agree. I, I, you're absolutely right. I agree. I mean, because, you know, you're walking around, you know, a person walks around with this, this heavy weight of unforgiveness, and the person that has done whatever they've done is walking around not even thinking about it sometimes. And, you know, so it's really funny. But one um, example, of, there's so many that Christ gave us of forgiveness. Um, but one example that I think is just so outstanding is when Christ was on the cross, and we, we know, those of us who are scholarly, scholarly as far as the, the word is concerned, you know, and who we've moved past the superficial to understand that when he was whipped and beaten and, and um, nailed to the cross, that he his body was a, a complete mess. I mean, he was in agony. He was bleeding. His wounds were open. He was, you know, it was terrible, horrible things in his body. And he was able to turn to the person being crucified next to him and say, well, you know, this day you'll be with me in paradise. So he forgave somebody while he was in the midst of his own suffering for all of us. I mean, it doesn't get any greater than that. You know what I mean? It's how, you know, these things that happen to us in life, you know, this is life. It's not going to be perfect. And, you know, we just have to look to Christ as the example of uh, the greatest forgiver. You know, yes. And, he even said, cross, didn't he say on the cross, forgive them, Father, for they know not what, what they, they do. do. Exactly. Something that can help us even in terms of being able to forgive. I mean, Christ is the intercessor. Christ is the head master teacher, the leader. And Christ's way should be our way in everything. And he get, he just told us right then and there. When, he, when, when we don't know what else to say or do, we just say, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They do. And, I mean, oh, if, and we look, if we go through life like that, that, you know, forgiving, we, I, there's just a weight that's lifted. There's a freedom. There's a freedom when you yes. walk around and you don't, you know, there's a freedom in forgiving. There's a freedom because you. that means that there's no one that's holding you to anger, no one that's holding you to hostility. You know, there's just a freedom. And, and forgiving, you know. So I guess that's my testimony. I just wanted to call in and kind of share that since you were on the message of forgiveness, that in forgiving, and I mean forgiving, there's a freedom in it, and it frees you to live your life fully yeah. and abundantly, which is what, what Christ said that he wanted us to be in good health and prosper, even as our souls prosper. And that and forgiveness does that for you. It frees you. And that's true. And then, and and also with that, and I thank you for calling in. You know, You're it's welcome. good to know that it's not important. A lot of times, what's happening around us, it's the way you deal with it. It's mm-hmm. the way you deal with it to go within. It's, it's because it's not so much what the actions are, but how you react to it. And as exactly. long as you can stand in the position of the Christ mind you know, the love of God, you know, and, and the ways of the Father, at least trying to attain it, because we, as you know, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. 
but the Christ mind that allows us to be renewed daily, then the things that are around us that are happening won't even really matter that much as long mm-hmm. as that in the, in his in his presence and in the center of his will, you know that is key. And I thank you, Paula, for calling in to share that. I, I enjoy your show, I, and I'm going to continue to listen um, on the blog radio on my computer, my computer. But thank you so much for letting me share this hour with you. God bless you. God bless your ministry. Thank you. God bless you too. And. Um, God is going to use you in a great and mighty way to bring a deliverance okay. to many. You know, um, he's going to use you even in the written word as well. So Amen. so continue to seek him in prayer and in his word because he's going to use you in your, in your writing and in your speaking. And I've seen you bringing groups of people together because you're, you're a great author. Thus saith the Lord. Thank, Thank you. you for- okay, God bless. Bless you. And I want to read now um, a psalm. I want to read Psalm 27 to you. It's very much um, appropriate for what we were talking about in terms of forgiveness and love. And the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. He will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock. And, of course, you know that Psalm 27. Um, Verse 1 through 5. And, you know, it's important that we, we deal with these different issues as Christians, you know, forgiveness. That, it, it should be something that's automatic, you know, but, you know, we, we handle it differently, you know. But reading these scriptures, reading the word from God will help us begin to, to handle it in a quicker way, like to really just deal with it when it happens right immediately at that point. I forgive you and you keep moving and you don't th- look back, you don't think twice about it, you know. And so also, I wanted to let you know that you need to thank God. Just continue to thank him. Thank him in advance. Thank God in advance for solving situations and problems. Thank God in advance for access to the kingdom. Thank God in advance for allowing you to believe in him, for allowing you to be called, for allowing you to get in alignment with his word. Thank God in, in advance, you know, for every plan and action that you desired that is going to come to, to pass. You know, just continue to thank God and believe, you know, and just become that which you desire in the area of love, forgiveness, and any, manif- any manifestation of God that you want to take place in your life. You, 
thank God in advance, you know. Thank you, thank you, God, for allowing me to forgive this person. Thank you, God, for allowing me to um, love this person, you know. Thank God in advance for it, you know. Speak the word of life into your situation, and God will do the rest, you know. Be conscious of what you're thinking and feeling and saying, you know, and, and, and just just match your feelings up with what you want to experience. You know, um, it's even like when you go in a room and you you want to be well-received, go in knowing that you're going to be well-received, you know. So when things happen that may offend you or that might not um, really line up with the word of God that is outside of your circumstances, just be who you can be in Christ and let, let Christ do the rest. You know, let God have his way in the situation. And then um, even in Isaiah 55, it'll say, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon him. Pardon. So let God abundantly pardon him. You All you have to do is forgive. You know, all you have to do is just be obedient to that commandment, which is love thy neighbor as thyself, you know, and if your brother offends you, you're to forgive him, you know, so just you being in obedience to that, let God deal with the rest, you know, and, and so just touching on forgiveness, I feel that that was very important. There's other scriptures, you know, that I'm going to read to you about forgiveness that will help you as well. One is Isaiah um, 1, verse 18, it says, come now. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. You know, and Isaiah 43:25 says, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. You know, and so God, who forgives us, who we were born in sin and, and, you know, and allows us to come to him by being born again, and then he forgives us again and again by his grace and his mercy, you know. I mean, even in that, who are we not to forgive our brothers? You know, we're all on this path together. Some of us are more evolved than others. Some of us are more learned in the word than others. Some of us are more filled with the Holy Spirit than others, you know, and some of us are diligently seeking God more than others, you know, but we're all there. We, like it says, we sleep collectively and we wake up individually, you know, so even in that, let's all just move forward in love and in forgiveness and then and, and in righteousness. You know, and, and, you know, and the righteousness will begin to develop as you begin to really get more into, into Christ. Like, it'll just become natural for you to think right, to be wise in your decision-making, to think righteously, you know, to have integrity, you know, and to develop a character about yourself, you know. And all these is a process of the Christian walk, you know. It's, just, it's a process. And then it will become easy for you. I mean, not to say you won't, you know, have issues, 
But, you know, even through those issues, it will just be another level of an issue. But through you going through a process, you will be able to deal with it in a greater way because you have Christ first leading you. And I wanted to share that. And, of course, the Lord's Prayer, which encompasses all of that, um, lets us know that we're to forgive. I mean, and we could say it together even on the call here, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And we can even say that, you know, immediately if we feel offended, say the Lord's Prayer. Say the Lord's Prayer. Say what Jesus said on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I just wanted to share that. I see another caller on the line. Um, If you'd like to share your testimony, Ken, at this time, I see another call on the line. And if you'd like to share your testimony, you can at this time. Um, If not, we'll just move forward um, with some more of the scripture. Okay, and I'm going to be reading also from Psalm Psalm 32. 32. Let me get it here for you right now. And whenever you're ready to call in, let me know. Whenever you're ready to share your testimony. In Psalm 32, it says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. But day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. 
Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. And I wanted to share that. That is a psalm that you can read when, when you have issues with forgiveness and when you, when you know that you need to forgive. Um, that will help you as well, you know. So I wanted to just let you know that. And if there's any calls on the line to share their testimony right now, you can. Um, If not, we're going to move forward with another word that I have for you to share and is dealing with thanking God. Give thanks in all that you do. Give thanks and praise in everything that you do. And remember on this walk that to have right relationships and harmony and cooperation from the people around us, we have to really cultivate our minds with um, the vision to serve humanity, with knowing that we are servants of God. We have to eliminate um, the thoughts of the pain and suffering and things that are happening that go against what the peace is within us, and we have to become one with Christ. And we could do that through prayer, reading the scripture and meditation. And we have to continue to seek the righteousness of God in all that we do. You know, we continue to seek it and move forward in it. And and it starts, as you know, with love, cooperation, you know, you know, um, taking the Christ mind, saying, what would Jesus do, you know, in the situation? And Jesus said, one of the final things he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And with that, I'm going to sign off. If there is anyone that wants to share their testimony tonight, I'll go right ahead. If not, God bless you. I thank you for calling in. I thank my sister for calling in and sharing her testimony. And I thank all the listeners that will be listening in. May God bless you. Remember, I love you. Much love. But the greatest love of all is Jesus Christ. God bless
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.